Hey everyone, welcome to the Voice of Social Sales. I'm your host, Chelsea Pites, and today we are finishing our second half of the ABCs of engagement. This is a chapter from my new book called What to Post, How to Create Engaging Social Media Content that Builds Your Brand and Gets Results for the Real Estate Industry Professional. And I'm very excited because last week we talked about letters A through K, and now we're gonna be finishing the alphabet on how you can double your engagement with some really simple easy to follow strategies and tactics. Don't forget, if you haven't subscribed, definitely do subscribe to this podcast. Consider giving it uh, a recommendation or a testimonial or a review. If it has provided value to you, you can do that right through iTunes. And don't forget that I always offer listeners of this podcast a free Instagram audit. All you have to do is come over to Instagram, give me a follow and send me a direct message that says, hey, I heard about you from the Voice of Social Sales and I would love to get my Instagram Instagram audit, and you will receive it right there in your DM. Okay, let's dive in to the rest of the alphabet. Alrighty, so the first thing that we're going to start covering now is we're going to be looking at the letter L. We left off on L, and that L is simply leave it for later, okay? Leave it for later. Creating content shouldn't feel like a chore. It shouldn't create more stress in your life. And this is from somebody who has totally felt like content has been a chore, who has wanted to put it off because I didn't want to make it or I had, you know, what I thought was like writer's block or I wasn't feeling creative or I was just, I don't know, not in the right space. And one of the ways to decrease your content anxiety is to just honestly save it for later. Meaning get prepared for those content days when you're feeling uninspired. Write down some ideas in a notebook, on a journal, on a post-it note. Bookmark articles for later. I use Feedly app and I save articles in there all the time. Take photos often and save them. It's called later gramming for Instagram instead of Insta instant gramming. I take so many pictures and I don't even use them because then I know, okay, I have these pictures. I can use them for later and then I'm just more relaxed about creating content. So you have my approval, you have my authority, you have my blessing on leaving it for later. Okay, next letter is M for magic in the mundane. Now this is what I call a Chelsea-ism. I have an entire chapter devoted to what I call my Chelsea-isms that I have created uh, quite by accident over the years. And it just means that there's magic in your everyday life, even that quote unquote boring life that you're afraid to share because you're thinking people are gonna think it's boring. You have to remember that at the end of the day, how do we connect with our friends and family? Typically it's sitting around a dinner table or a living room or on the phone, and you're just talking about mundane topics. What happened during the day, uh, the latest and greatest in some story that you've been sharing over the weeks. And, and those conversations humanize us. They make us feel connected. It's like, why do you think millions of people want to see behind the scenes celebrity lives? Because they want to see that they're normal and doing everyday things just like us. Now, every piece of content that you're going to make isn't going to be a home run. It's not going to appeal to everyone, even if in their, in your, they're in your niche audience. But any topic can be made into engaging content. For example, I once created a story, an Instagram story at Costco, 
where I asked people if they were team cube or team rectangle when it came to the Kleenex box preference. And about 351 comments later, team cube won by a mile. And it just goes to show that those are things that we all understand and can relate to, whether it's school or work or health or working out or our favorite things to eat or watch on Netflix. I get it. You don't want to see people's salad posts in your feed every day. Why would anyone care about your day-to-day? But you guys, quality is subjective. And that goes both ways. That means that you might be thinking your content is boring. You might be judging your content. But you need to let your audience determine if it's valuable or boring. I'm not suggesting that you just post a photo of like your coffee mug every day. It's not really going to generate engagement and build a community. But what I am saying is that I don't want you to not post for a fear that it's too boring. How will you know if it works if you never test it out? Okay, and this is a short letter. It's for native content. Yes, the socials prefer natively uploaded content, especially Facebook. Facebook does not play well with YouTube. (laughs) This means if you have a really great YouTube video, it probably isn't gonna get as much reach and engagement if you share it directly from YouTube to Facebook. Instead, you might wanna directly upload that YouTube video into Facebook as an original post because then it's gonna get a little bit more love. So native content specifically on Facebook. The letter O is for optimize organic content with paid ads. Okay, first disclaimer, I am not a paid ad, social media ads expert at all. I do not claim to be. I always uh, outsource that to the experts. And my book is really about organic or free content. It's about doing things the free way because that's how I've done it. Because I, I... grow tired of people hearing or hearing the excuses that people say, well, you know, so-and-so did it because they have a marketing team or so-and-so has uh, somebody that they pay for ads. Well, I haven't had anyone that's paid for anything or done anything. Now, ads are very, very, very effective. They're even more effective when you have a solid, organic, or free content foundation. So another way to get really good reach and engagement is to optimize your greatest hits and to put a little bit of money behind those paid ads and and, and really get your content out there to the right people. This doesn't mean... Just because I'm a big believer in free doesn't mean you shouldn't consider optimizing your content. If if it's gotten comments, if it's gotten shares, if people really like it, that indicates that other people will probably like it. And social media ads, specifically Facebook and LinkedIn ads, can be extremely effective for building brand awareness and driving traffic to a lead capture landing page and generating leads in a cost-effective way. Now, you can also do ads on LinkedIn. You can also do YouTube pre-roll ads as well. But the most commonly used platform to create social media ad campaigns is right within Facebook. It's called the Facebook Ads Manager, and it's very robust. It allows you to target people by location, certain online behaviors. You can even upload your customer lists, like your spreadsheet, your database of names and emails of people that you've worked with. And you can also create additional custom audiences to which you can then serve ads. Now, I have an entire podcast all about Facebook ads uh, with Travis Tom. So you definitely want to scroll back through the episode list and find those. But you can also retarget people with future ads that have engaged with your content or visited your website, which is really powerful. So if you've ever gone to Amazon and you put something in your car, but maybe you don't buy it, and then all of a sudden, all over the internet, you're seeing that thing that you put in your cart, well, 
that's Amazon retargeting you. And Facebook and Instagram allow you to retarget people as well. So now you can have an interaction with someone, even as simple as they land on your profile on Instagram. Maybe they don't do anything else. Maybe they don't even like any of your content, but they've been there, they've seen it. You can then retarget those people and tell you know, Instagram and Facebook, hey, serve an ad to the people that visited my profile. And now they're going to have some sort of awareness hopefully more consciously than subconsciously of your brand. And they're more likely to be a little bit farther down the funnel and warm up to you. Now you have to do that several times. It's not too often that you get a lead off of a one-time ad in social media, but that would be awesome if you did. So the whole point is ads are very effective and they can generate leads, but you still need to convert them. You need to create a budget and maintain a long-term mindset. You need to set up a CRM and an email nurture campaign for a long-term email nurture over a year. And paid campaigns are more effective with a solid organic content foundation. If I click on your ad and I go to your website, well, if I'm interested, I'm gonna stalk your Instagram story. I wanna see the real content, the real you, and so I'm gonna do that deeper dive as well. Okay, P, P is for proactive participation. If you want more engagement, you need to initiate it. So many people tell me I'm posting consistently, but I hardly ever get any comments. And I ask them, are you commenting on other people's posts? How much time are you spending time blocking just to support other people's content and be the super fan? Are you watching their stories? Are you sending them DMs? By supporting other people's content, you will certainly increase the engagement on your own. This is how you become the super fan and also train your algorithm at the same time. Now, there's a few actionable tactics that can help you stay really efficient and strategic when it comes to actively engaging on the socials. One of those is creating a custom friends list on Facebook. Now, this is a funky area of Facebook because it has been reappearing, disappearing. I don't know if they're going to be doing away with it completely, but Facebook custom friends lists are a great way to create categories of people that will clear out the feed and only show you those people's posts and they never know that they're placed on that list. And it gives you a really easy way to connect with them and also to uh, comment easily on all of their posts. You can also turn on notifications on Instagram. For anyone that you're following, you can turn on notifications that every single time they make a post, you get a push notification like a text message and you can immediately go and support their content. Also, Facebook has something called the see first option. Now you have to do this on desktop, You have to go to that little arrow menu thingy at the top of your ribbon and click on it and it'll open up a menu and you need to go to, um, you need to go to news feed preferences. And when you click on news feed preferences, the very first thing that will open up, it says click prioritize who you want to see first. Then you can pick up to 30 pages or uh, personal accounts that will be shown first at the very top of your feed every time you open it. Okay, the next letter is the letter Q. Brought to you by the letter Q. That's for Q&A. There are over 3.5 billion Google searches every second of every day. That means your customers are looking for answers and their questions will create highly engaging ideas for your content. Create content that answers your customers' most asked questions and crowdsource content ideas by adding polling stickers and question stickers on your stories. 
Now, just because you may not want to cover that topic or you may not find it interesting doesn't mean people don't want to know. The reason I wrote this book is because the number one question I was asked is what to post. So I wrote this book. Uh, One of the other examples I have is when we bought our house and we were remodeling it, I had to pick a paint color. And lo and behold, who knew there was 10,000 different colors of white? Luckily, someone on YouTube had compared two colors that I was looking for, and it was such a great video. I mean, valuable, but boring to most people, except for the person who needs it, like me, helped me to make a decision. It was awesome. R, letter R is for reply question loop. One of my go-to strategies for increasing engagement is to remember that every time you get a comment, you want to reply to that person who left you the comment and ask a question in your reply to re-trigger that algorithm. It looks something or sounds something like this. I post a video, someone says, thanks for the great video. I say, my pleasure, I use their name. Have you been there yet? Have you watched it? Have you something about whatever the topic is that I'm talking about. S is for stories. No surprise there. Y'all know that I'm a story lover. I love Instagram stories. Stories is life. (laughs) And essentially, there are now two separate feeds, one across the top of Facebook and Instagram for stories. And then the main feed, and what I've been finding is that anecdotally, people are team post in the feed or team stories. There's not very many people that are straddling like 50-50. It's either they're all in on stories or all in on the feed posts. But it's really important that if you want to increase your engagement, you start using stories because it's private one-to-one direct messaging. They give you engagement increasing stickers like polls and questions. And on Instagram, I don't know if you knew this, but there's sort of a newer section when you open up your, um, I'm opening it up right now, your Instagram uh, story camera, there is the create uh, mode. And in the create mode, if you scroll over, there's like a GIF, there's like a couple of little, um, it says templates. The, The icon looks like four squares and you wanna look for templates. So open up your Instagram, uh, your Instagram story camera, go to create mode, so just scroll over on the bottom to create, then scroll to templates. Now these templates give you ideas to post. In fact, if, if you look, if you're following along and you're not driving, look right now with me and up at the top, there's two dice. When you tap the dice, it gives you like a random new idea, top three accounts to follow, quote of the day, what am I listening to? What am I watching? So it gives you ideas. So basically, Instagram is giving you all of these ways to get more engagement through the stories. Now I'm going to give you a quote. I talked about this. This was actually episode one of my podcast. And this is from Mark Zuckerberg, who said, "We in quoting, we expect stories are on track to overtake posts and feeds as the most common way that people share across all social apps. That's because stories is a better format for sharing multiple video clips throughout your day. The growth of stories will have an impact on how we build product and think about our business, including WhatsApp and Instagram, which are the number one and number two most used story product in the world. Okay, so definitely start using stories. The next letter is T. T is for 
tagging appropriately, of course. Tagging other people and accounts are a really surefire way to get more engagement and love on your post. Now, you should really only tag other accounts that are very relevant to the post topic as a shout out, as a thank you, uh, to identify somebody who appears in the photo. You should never abuse tagging. It's poor social media etiquette. It's likely to get you action blocked by some of the socials as well. Um, You see that typically in like giveaways when they're asking other people to tag a bunch of people, or I specifically see this a lot on LinkedIn where I see a lot of people tagged in the actual post itself. Over tagging can really trigger bot software on some platforms. And you really want to be thoughtful about how you tag. But every once in a while, if you are tagging people and giving them shout outs, it is an absolute excellent way to get more love and reach because typically they're going to comment back. They're going to give it a heart. They're going to give it some love. They might even share it. You never know. Okay, you, you is for uplift your community. And what I mean by that is to become the super fan. Becoming a super fan is sort of this social media concept I've been thinking about this last year, and it's really for everyone, but especially for those people who are really terrified about getting involved with social media and creating content, because anyone can be a super fan. Your comments can absolutely be your content, and it brands you. It gets notifications to the actual person that you're commenting, the original creator. So you're giving them an awareness of your brand and you're creating a memory in their brain that, wow, this person always supports my content. And it also demonstrates to the algorithms that you're a really good community member who is always engaging in meaningful conversations. So my tips to the next level are as follows. These are really easy to do. One, be a connector. Make introductions in the DMs to people who can mutually benefit from connecting. Offer something for free with no strings attached, like my Instagram bio audit. Give shout outs, share other people's posts. And also when you're gonna share somebody's posts, let people know why they should go there. Don't just throw the picture in your Instagram story, like tell people, hey, by the way, go check this out because of X, Y, and Z. So uplifting your community. The next letter is V for vanity metrics. Now these are metrics that you can measure, but that don't really impact your bottom line. Likes, views, followers, likes, Well, we all talked about that recently, how Instagram is thinking about removing likes altogether. So it really shouldn't be the primary performance metric. Views. Views are hard to accurately measure at this time. And specifically in Instagram, there are so many bots or automated software that are rampant right now viewing story views and driving them up inauthentically. So you don't want to get caught up in the total number of views. Instead, I would focus on watch time. I would focus on comments. And remember that if you have 10 people watching your Instagram story, that's 10 human beings who chose to spend some of their time engaging with you and your content. Lastly, followers, yes, community growth does matter. The more people you can share your message with, the more opportunity for additional business. However, your goal should be to connect with the ideal or right community members, not everybody online. Go deep with your current community before going wider. Next letter is W for when to post. Knowing when your audience is online, when they're active is very helpful. You can easily check all of this out by going into your insights in your Facebook business page or into your Instagram business account. It will tell you 
the active times for your audience on your social media platforms. I also love the app for Instagram called when to post. Uh, and unfortunately it's only for iOS. I'm sorry guys who have droids, uh, but knowing when they're active does help with the engagement. Next letter, give me some, give me some forgiveness on this one, guys. There's, there's hardly any words that start with the letter X. Okay. So I have cross market X market your content. So if you want more reach and engagement, you've got to share your content with the world in as many ways as possible. Tell people where to follow you, market your marketing, um, increase your brand exposure and connect with more people by letting people see your content in multiple places. So some easy ways to cross market your content and your brand is including your social media handles on all of your about you pages, on your websites, on your uh, your LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook cover photos, anywhere if you have a podcast, put that in there. Adding YouTube and Instagram tabs to your Facebook business page. A, a lot of you may not even know you can add tabs to your Facebook business page. All you have to do, go to Facebook, type in the search bar, Instagram tab for pages, YouTube tab for pages, and follow the steps and you can connect them for free. You could use a branded hashtag at a live event. You could do a contest, a giveaway. Um, you could add handles to your email signature, business cards, anything that you're printing. Heck, I've even worn my handles on clothing. Um, if you want to do a cool email signature, check out wisestamp.com. And then, of course, including media files on your LinkedIn profile. Those are the links at the bottom of your About You summary. All right. So why? We're coming down to the last two letters here. Why is for yourself. And... I mean this with love. So when you hear me say this, I don't want anybody to take it with um, any kind of negative connotation. When I say yourself, I mean as in do your own social media yourself. Social media is about you being social with other people. It doesn't mean that your assistant or your marketing agency or your third-party software solely and wholly owns your social media. Yes, those resources absolutely are worthwhile, they improve your efficiency, they streamline content-related tasks, but it is critical to allow consumers to experience your brand firsthand. Our behaviors are now trained that if we do not see you and your face and your brand and your reality TV show, we start to wonder why. You have to think about it this way. Nike pays people millions of dollars to use their face because they know people connect with faces. You have a distinct advantage over a huge company like Nike. And whether you agree with it or not, many consumers will pick their next realtor or their mortgage professional or their title professional based on the number of YouTube videos they posted or how many star ratings they have on their Facebook page. That ability to watch someone's daily story could very well be the determining factor for someone sending an email request to have a meeting. Now, the best part about doing it yourself, a couple of reasons. Number one, there is a value and an inherent value of learning how to do these things. Doesn't mean you have to do them forever. But learning how to do your own podcast, that, that gives you a, a big value that you could apply in other areas. Learning how to edit a video, I, I'm not saying that's the best use of everyone's time. And eventually you want to outsource those things, but there is some value in learning it. The other part of it is that when you create your own content with, with your own face in it, and you're sharing your story, that does the selling for you. By the time you meet your potential client across the table, they already feel like they know you from watching your videos. So there's tons tons and tons of value in doing it yourself or portions of it. I don't believe in completely outsourcing your brand. 
Now the last and final letter is the letter Z. We have come to a close on all 26 letters of the alphabet in part one and part two, and Z is for zero excuses. Now, this really is meant for people who've read the entire book, and it says you've read the book, you know the why, the what, the how, now do the work. Now, you haven't read the whole book, maybe you have if you're listening to this, but you definitely want to go ahead and get the book. I have it on, um, it's gonna be out in obviously uh, print form, it's coming out at the end of January uh, of 2020. It's going to be on Amazon. It is going to be in Kindle, but I do want to impress upon you that this is a workbook. This is a three-phase workbook with questions you're going to be answering, templates, things you're going to be filling in. You definitely can get it on digital, but you're probably going to benefit more if you have it in print, okay? It's called What to Post, How to Create Engaging Social Media Content That Builds Your Brand and Gets Results. It's specifically geared towards the real estate industry for real estate agents, mortgage professionals, and title and escrow folks as well. So that is the ABCs of engagement. It's just one of 12 awesome chapters in this book. If you want more information, you can definitely connect with me on Instagram. I have an entire Instagram story highlight just about my book. I've got IGTV videos dropping every single week teaching you about Instagram for real estate and how to up your game there. I always offer a free Instagram bio audit. All you have to do is connect with me on Insta, send me a DM, let me know you came from the podcast and ask for your audit. Thanks guys so much for listening. I'll see you next time.